<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Son, it's weed. It's all about weed. Oh my God! Welcome everybody. We are back, sons of slams, in your ear. My name is Chris Bindell, along with Mr. Stone Cold himself, Joe Black. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, especially after last weekend's football game. Ah, uh, yes. Congratulations to you, and more importantly, congratulations to my wallet because your 49ers fulfilled my destiny of a four-way parlay. For several hundred dollars, thank you very much. Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate you. And with that being said, Aaron is going to kick your ass. <laughs> He's going to destroy you 15 ways till Sunday. Yes, go ahead. I uh, refuse to comment on this game until after it happens. <laughs> until after it happens. Okay. When the future is here. Letting yes. everyone know. Okay. I did it beforehand. If, if you had gotten in contact with me in the fourth quarter... Of that game on Sunday, I did not get in contact with you back mm-hmm. until after the game was finished. the game was finished. I don't want to talk anything about it. Okay. And I'll leave it at that. All right. You don't have to. I will. So him That's and fine. his unvaxxed, man-bun-looking stupid ass. It's gonna He's t- immunized. Shut up. <laughs> He's going to tear He's up. immunized. Him and Dr. Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. That's right. They're immunized. Okay. <laughs> okay they won't get, uh, what is it? Some sort of horse virus? No, nah, they're fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. We don't got we don't got to mention mention him and you know young Doctor Rogan, <laughs> young Doctor Fake Rogan, Fake Doctor Rogan. All right, let's do it. Um, we haven't been on in a while, and last time we were on, we uh, celebrated. Sorry, Nelly. We celebrated uh, some birthdays. We went to shows. Uh, we saw an amazing match uh, between uh, two gentlemen. That uh, was a repeat. Uh, replay of the last time, and uh, it, it delivered. 
And it was a bloody it, mess. It was a bloody mess. Not only did that deliver, but uh, several other matches delivered. So let's talk about what we experienced on the 5th of January over at uh, All Elite Wrestling Dynamite and Prudential Center. And then we'll get into outside the ring stuff. And then we'll go back into the ring. Uh, with some so I was squished, but luckily I had the... Uh, the corner seat and the, you know I had the aisle seat so I was alright with that that wasn't by choice that's because I, I gave it to you um, you did thank you yeah you're welcome because <laughs> I saw you sit next to Steven and it was the man, exact was, same situation I as the last time we were in Prudential yeah nothing has changed so I <laughs> <laughs> go figure they didn't widen the seats here's my deal <laughs> first before we get into my deal with that arena the, the, I should have taken a picture seeing you sit next to Steven because Steven is a very large man too but the two of you together was like just the funniest scene and him just squished up <laughs> his shoulders were like in his chin trying to sit there comfortably and there was no comfortability for the next three hours of wrestling for him if you, if you sat there so i bit the bullet and i sat next to between between the two of you so for, we had a uh, reverse oreo going on yes uh, yeah so there was that it um, was a golden oreo i was <laughs> it was a golden oreo i feel like the engineers of this building said, let's take the average of 100 different people and put it together and then make take that and make it as tiny as humanly possible for anybody let's that has an actual, of- an actual human, be- human body and make them watch this show in complete uncomfortability. Discomfort let's take the, the average weight of someone in uh, 1902. Yes. And uh, we'll make it, you know, uh, just, a, just a hair bigger for them to sit Kind of comfortably. Okay, kind of. At least they can get. Spoiler alert: the average weight has gone up drastically since then. Yes. Speaking from experience, there was no Wawa or McDonald's then. Just, just so you know. Um, Wawa. Yes, Wawa. Wawa was my saving grace. Chef's kiss. So as I sit between the two of you, dreaming of Wawa, we had matches to watch, and um, uh, it was a good. It was a good night. Um, The arena was. It was not sold out, but there was a good attendance there, as opposed to other events that we will talk about in a second with lack of attendance um starting off the night with adam page versus daniel bryan brian danielson let's try that again um still gotta get used to that they had i I did appreciate the swerve with the judges that uh that con uh put into this match because last time they had a 60 minute draw they were gonna do it again to break that shit up they put a mark henry jerry lynn and paul white uh, ringside to judge the match in case it that was a drastic difference in humans. I between would, you have Jerry Lynn sandwiched in between the world's strongest man and the world's largest athlete. I will take the that Jerry Lynn role. Crazy. <laughs> I will take the Jerry Lynn role sitting between the two of you. So you, if if you are Paul White, Stevens, Mark Henry, I am Jerry Lynn squashed between the two of you. Um, I do need to. I do need to stick up for Steven in this particular case. Mm. J- to me, we're making him out to be like this incredibly yeah, no, large, he, fat man. He's, he's not. not he's okay, not. <laughs> he's not. He's just like he's not a built six foot two guy. Yeah, no, he's right. Not, right, that's it. He, <laughs> he's not. He's large. a big guy. He's a big guy. But if that's the case, I'm a large gentleman. There you go. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's clarify. Um, he, we have a win for Adam Page against the Brian Danielson, his first loss in AEW, and. uh for for this match to go the way it did and how bloody it was and for the the two of them to take to bite the bullet and blade each other not each other but themselves um and that always takes some some guts especially when you do it and you know they're doing it because they're they're getting thrown into like the stairs or in the corner outside the ring 
they're standing there for a while. Their head come up, and all of a sudden, there's a gash above their head. So magically, yeah. there's blood trickling. Oh my down. god, the steel steps. It's really hard steel. It's really, yes. Right. Yeah, don't <laughs> unless you step. All right, on the Tony. Step. We get it. Yeah, unless you step That's on the steps. That's where step. they blade. We know. I, I love that uh, they sharpen the edge of the steps just for purposes like this. You imagine like Tony's out there going, make sure you get those those steps. <laughs> make sure you sharpen Oh, them. no. The best is the ring is the ring posts. Yeah. They always they always make it a point to be like, you know, these the, these aren't like most other ring posts well, in the, the business. Well, technically they're not because you can get They're a, not because. You get FTR, like you can get your arms you know, shoved right into it. I wasn't talking about that particularly. I was talking about the cornered edges. Oh yes, but uh, right. So it's more like a square shape, right? But that's where a lot of people blade. They'll get thrown into it. They don't hit it, obviously, right? And then they'll just fall to the ground and because it's a good excuse to to blade at that point. But yes, exactly. There are apparently deadly spikes that are sticking out of those corners as well. So you know, Tony likes yeah, that was crazy. Tony likes a a Hunger Games situation with his matches. I I feel like he's just like you know what you're gonna bleed and die. So I've all the earth tribute. (laughs) (laughs) Entertain me, clown. Um. Yeah, so a lot of lot of blood in this match uh, on both uh, both ends there, but we end up with a uh, slingshot lariat to uh, Brian, and we get the one two three surprisingly. Um, but I, I feel surprisingly, like surprisingly, I mean, I kind of was. I feel like it had to happen. I just feel like it, I don't know if, if well, like I shouldn't say that because uh, he had to. Too soon to take the title off. No, no, uh, too soon. Right? No, I get that, but I, I also thought, thought it was maybe too soon to give. Brian a loss, but something had to go, and I feel like Brian had to sacrifice that to legitimize Paige in the situation. Yeah, um, and he did, and the match was just as good as the first. I, I, I actually feel like this was better than the first because I feel like the first one a lot. Yeah, because lot it of had carry. a definite. I was gonna say there's a lot of carry with with uh, with uh, Brian carrying Paige in that match, whereas this one it felt more. 50-50. Yeah. Yeah, I would, t- I would still say it was like 60-40 in, in rewatching the match on TV. It was kind of like yeah. Brian still carrying him in the way, but it wasn't the full 60. It went a long time, though. Um, but amazing match. Just absolutely amazing. So no use for the, the judges, and I swerve on that. Um, let's see what else we had here. Uh, bu- 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 MJF taking on Sean Dean, <laughs> Captain Sean Dean. Um I, I do like as soon as you get out, you're state away. As soon as you get out of uh, of Long Island or Queens, Long Island, then you turn into complete douche. Um, even though yep. everybody from that show was probably all in this show, <laughs> it was like the same. I'm sure it was yeah. the same group of people. Bro, if you if you looked at me, I cheered as soon as his music hit, and then when he came out, I started booing him. Right. <laughs> you have to. You, you got to get from the pop, you and then the you got to get into character. Absolutely, absolutely. CM Punk came in and. Uh, Nailed Sean Dean with the GTS and gave uh, gave him the win, which is uh, I always love that kind of swerve um, in uh, defeating your your opponent that way. Uh, let's see here, Chris Jericho's back. Uh, this whole thing with Eddie Kingston we'll get to in a second. Um, we have oh 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 yes oh oh yes uh, I totally forgot about that. Uh, damn, I didn't. Uh, Adam Cole backstage with the- <laughs> that was the greatest moment of your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest moment, but I'm just—it uh, was validation. I'll put it that way. <laughs> it was validation because let's, let's talk about it. Whatever. So the night was going on, and uh, there was a segment with Jericho, and and you know Eddie Kingston is is in this feud now with this, with Jericho, and um, uh, so they they had the, they had their piece, and then we're sitting uh, first row, section one ten, and so it's kind of it's not looking straight on into the camera; it's it's to the left of it, and. The section right below us, to the right, are the suites, and so there's suites all around. Mm-hmm. But right, right below us, to the right, are are the suites. And who happens to come down into the suites but Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho, and Eddie Kingston? 
And so people are... And? And? Santana and Ortiz. Santana it was, and Ortiz. I, it I was forgot the Inner that. Circle and Eddie. Inner Circle and Eddie. That's right. I forgot about that. So they're all sitting in this suite, and it's got to be, I don't know, 50, 60 feet away. It's, it's really not that far away. No. And uh, <laughs> so people are, like, you know, shouting, saying things to them, and, you know, what's, what's going on? Eddie, what's up? I took roughly 10 pictures from different angles. <laughs> there was, yeah, so we got a lot of top of heads from where we were. So I, waiting for a quiet moment, proceed to shout out, Yo, Eddie, Yonkers in the house. <laughs> and he turns around. And mind you, I've been talking about Eddie Kingston how, how, however many times on the show, saying as far as the, the backstories that I've had with him, he's the bouncer days from karaoke and DJing in certain bars in Westchester and him being there and singing karaoke and when doves cry and not really singing it, but talking it. So I always, always had a, a fine, found, fine place in my heart for Eddie in that way. Um, so when I said it, when I, when I shouted him out, he turns around, he looks up, he sees that it's me, and he's like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, what's going on? And I was like, what's up? And so we had like a one second, like, what's going on? What's up? Conversation. And, I, and he, he, it was just, fun, just weird to see him like, I, I didn't think he was going to remember me, but he turned around, he sure enough did, and we had a moment. And that was my that was my fine moment for for AEW Dynamite. That was that I had I had a conversation with Kingston for all of a second, and then I turn, he turns back around. Joe's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> so it was just weird. It was a weird uh, a weird moment, but I, uh, I will always remember it for the rest of my life. I mean, part of me believed like uh, most of me believed you this whole time, but I'm like, there is a slight chance that he's just full of shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with this whole thing. Sure, sure. And then uh, when I saw him realize that it was you, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this, <laughs> all right? There. It was. It was true. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> now when's he coming on the show? Now when's he coming on the show? <laughs> I, I I reached out to him once, and that was like last year. I, I will reach out to him again if if it's even possible. Yeah, but what? now you, now you have something in common. Yo, great seeing you at the Prudential Center. Yeah. Glad you're doing all your work. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you're into wrestling i'm into wrestling we yeah. have this kind of show going on um I, I will reach out to him again but that was that was my moment despite everything else that happens throughout the night and there is i'm going to skip to the major moment of the night um in our main event but uh this was this was my my birthday gift was being able to talk to eddie and have like a very brief conversation with him and and, and catch up and see what's going on but that was it really all happened and like all of five seconds. <laughs> it really wasn't that long of a thing. So that was very cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, Wardlow giving uh, all kinds of power bombs to Antonio Zambaro, Zambrano. Excuse me. Uh, we had the TBS Championship Tournament Final. And between uh, Jade Cargill and Ruby Soho. And the one thing about this match, I remember watching it while watching it again, was your statement about Cargill. And you just kept you just kept saying she's so green, she's so green, and you see you see she it, is. and you see it more predominantly on TV um, than you did when you're you know two hundred feet in the air. Like it's it's yeah. it's it's definitely telling. With that being said, I did say I won't play it that I was right because it had to be Jade. <laughs> it had to be Jade in the situation because she. When, as I as I put it in the arena, I said sweat equity. You have to. She had the time. It's it's definitely. Uh, more beneficial for her to be the champion as a heel also and for everybody to chase her. Um, with that being said, she's very green. 
Like she's still she yeah so it's so green. It's it's yeah she is, and I should have seen it coming that she was going to win, strictly off the fact that what has her tagline been for the past? I don't know. Ever since she aligned with with smart Mark Sterling, she's going to turn dynamite into that bitch show. That bitch show. The acronym for that bitch show would be TBS. TBS. All right. And it's like, fuck, I should have. That doesn't really make sense, but sure. Yes, it does. That bitch show? <laughs> that bitch show. Exactly. It makes no sense for her to be saying Would it, it be that bitch's show? I'm just being a grammar, well, yes. I'm being a grammar Grammatically, Nazi. I'm yes. being a grammar Nazi, yes. So that bitch show. Okay, so basically, you, but she's saying in general that the show as a whole, Dynamite, is a bitch show. That bitch show, Dynamite, see, that's what I'm saying. It would be different. I'm just being very technical right now. I'm sorry. Well, wouldn't that bitch's show mean that the show is that of the the particular bitch? <laughs> so bitch. now she's talking. Now she's saying Tony's the bitch. That bitch show. That bitch. Right show. with a that bitch. That bitches. That bitch's show. See, it would be if she said that's, that. That's a that's a that's an attack on Tony right there. <laughs> and you're fired. Exactly. See, I give black people belts and then I fire them. Oh, oh come on, come on. Too that's soon. not nice. Too soon. Um, that's not nice. Big. That's no, true. Uh, Malachi large swole is going to show up on Raw soon. <laughs> large swole. <laughs> uh, Malachi Black uh, <laughs> taking on Brian Pillman Jr. and uh, had a little mishap with not this match, but with him involved later on in the night. Um, yeah, it was it was a complete screw up, and we'll explain why. So, uh, tag team champion. We also saw him. He was in the next suite over from Chris Jericho. He was he was two suites. That. Yes, he was actually no. He, yeah, because they they left the suite they were in. They moved over one suite. Yes, they moved over one suite because they wanted to. They had to have the camera for the end shot be there as well as who was in the next suite next to them, who was Malachi Black. Yeah. So we'll get we'll get to all of that. So we had our World Tag Team Championship match with uh, the Lucha Bros taking on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Christian Cage. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what did it look like from the arena? Let's start with that. <laughs> Let's start with that. The the part we are referring to. So in, in our in our uh, recap of this match, we just get to like the main points every time we talk about a match. Is this match was as they all are, as they always are, insanely good, and we always I'm always like, Ray Phoenix is probably the best technical wrestler. On the planet today, in my opinion, and and um, I'm referring to either in New Japan, uh, uh, Impact, WWE, a- anything you can think of. Ray Phoenix is just I feel is just the best, and so he did this move with Luchasaurus, where he basically was on the apron. There was a table outside, and <sighs> Luchasaurus goes to choke slam him onto the table that's outside, which is a routine thing for them nowadays. Basically, you just Land on your back on the table, hands up or hands to the side, and just like you learn how to, to fall on a mat, you go you know upper back down so you're not like really hurting anything. You spread out the mat your 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 force by putting your arms out to the side. He did that, gets a choke slam through the table, and his left arm proceeds oh. to not be on the side, but is under him, uh-huh. and his arm bends sideways. <laughs> It's, it gets me every time, dude. It's, I watch it so often, too. It's pretty bad. <laughs> and and for all of that, he basically 
the torso muscle that was there was nothing broken thank no. god i think i think it was just a, a perfect uh, dislocation perfect dislocation it is that's not the medical term that's the sons of slam term we just <laughs> i just want to put that, that out there that's correct gruesome is my term <laughs> it was absolutely there you go. gruesome watching that and not from our seats we weren't able to we just saw the the spot we didn't see that it happened because it was just so intricate to kind of get that detail but that night there are people uh, people do every night with you know wrestling and things that happen in the moment on social media that night a minute and a half later on social media it, the video is already up <laughs> and we're watching yeah. it yeah like holy shit his arm is bent backwards he landed on the ground I, and his arm bent sideways up <laughs> <laughs> and it, it took me it like three to times to to actually see what happened because it just happened so quick. So quick, right? From where we were sitting, I thought that Luchasaurus got hurt mm. because the way he came down, it looked like the part of the table went into his like abdomen, right? And then he went rolling, and then that was the cell job. But you see Ray Phoenix come down, and he just, that thing just snaps, it snaps back. And immediately you see him go, ah, yeah, and then hold it, his arm, hold his arm up, and then like just right there. But then you see him call people over, like there's, yeah, like it was done. And so, yeah, that happened. I mean, he couldn't throw up the X, so he had to yeah, do no, what he, he had to do. <laughs> <laughs> it was half an X. Um, yeah. It was a Y. <laughs> it was a, it was a slash. It was a <laughs> it was a, a hyphen, uh, not a hyphen. It was a slash. Um, so that happened, and then everything got thrown for a loop. Because what do you do at that point? As professional wrestlers, you have to kind of throw the audible and you know change things up. So now, Penta is the only one that's involved in this match, and so there was yeah. there was that there was that aspect of it. They because of this whole thing, they had a, a, a mistiming with the lights because if you remember, the lights went out, uh-huh. came, came back up, nothing happened. We were like, was Malachi supposed to come up there? That 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 kind of was weird. And then Lucha Bros win it. And it was kind of nope. just jungle. I'm, ju- I'm sorry, Jurassic jungle, Express. Jungle and Jurassic Express win it and beat Lucha Bros. And it was kind of a thrown together last second finish. Like it wasn't. Uh, it, it was supposed to obviously it was supposed to have uh, Ray involved in that, um, and, and it didn't happen. So, uh, with that being said, we have new ta- tag team champions, uh, and then we had. Th- Pretty much the entire roster of tag teams from the back come out to the ramp, and then you had Jericho being shown on the camera for some reason in his suite. In his suite, but then right next to him was well, he was they were showing. I'm sorry, they were showing him because he was congratulating uh, 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 Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus on their win, and then they went to camera uh, to pan to the left, and there's Malachi Black just standing in the suite. So that, that's how that dynamite ended. Um, just everything thrown in disarray because of that that injury. So I mean, you, you, they did their best. It's I'm sure it's not the the best match that they've ever had, and it's not the way they wanted to want it. But you do what you got to do, and and that's that's pretty much it. So I yeah. bet we were supposed to have that debut. Um, I and then Phoenix, Phoenix was supposed to take the brunt of it. It seemed like that debut. Um, and then they just pulled the cord on it. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Maybe they postponed it for a week later. Sons of bitches. Yeah, sons of bitches. <laughs> sons of bitches. And we got a title win though. That was cool. We did get a title win, so that's that's always cool. It's a, a new new champions uh, involved in, in any like live event you go to. So yeah, that's what we got for that. January fifth in the books. There. Um, speaking of injuries, uh, and the same damn night that we were there, 
I mean Rampage. Yes. On, Rampage on Friday. Um, yeah, when we went back, for we Rampage went back. On, <laughs> it's the same exact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Funny enough, we sat in the same exact seats. They were still as uncomfortable as ever. Uh, yeah. Adam Cole taking Jericho on. was in the same exact spot. So, I don't know. He, just, he was over there too. He was doing. He was doing the announcing from the suite. Um, he wasn't. Cole taking on a, the debut of Jake Atlas again. NXT is just the farm system for AEW, and he, a, another good match until Jake Atlas twists his knee and basically is is limp, and he can't finish the match. No uh, Panama Sunrise. He tried to do it. He couldn't get up. <laughs> Atlas could not get up. And he basically put his leg, the injured leg, in some sort of, you know, like an arm bar situation. And he tapped out. Yeah. That, was, that was the end of the match. So on one night, two injuries. Um, and I'll say the entire night, and I remember saying this to you and Steven um, going home. It was just a very, it was a sloppy night. It, just, it didn't seem between that and the Jay Cargo match and uh, for Atlas and the Lucha Bros. Like, it just seemed like it was a kind of, it was an off an off night. We had uh, you know Britt Baker, Jamie Hader. That whole match kind of was like, eh. Um, as far as timing goes, um, if you, you did get, get hooked though, you did get uh, did get see oof, oof. man. <laughs> Is that the same oof? You, I mean, no, nah, that's with a different ladies? one. It <laughs> sounded that's a different one. It sounded very similar. No, 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 that was a different one. Go on. <laughs> the first one was like a if. Okay. This, is this one was like a oof. Oof. That yeah. was amazing. Got it. Okay. Hook. It was great. It was great. Witness just that entrance live is is awesome. It's a good song. It it's an amazing song. I don't know what it is, but I know what Action Bronson sounds like. Mm-hmm. And when we were there for his very first match, I'm so glad I was able I'm gonna be able to say that forever. When we were there for his very first match and I heard that, I go, yeah. Is that wait? Is it? Is it? And it was. Yeah. It was Action Bronson. Yeah. So uh Watch out for Hook to have a match at All Out where Action Bronson um, sings him out to the ring. <laughs> this is not WrestleMania. Um, by the way, it's called The Chairman's Intent. That's the name of the song? Yeah. Oh. Bravo, Taz. The Chairman's Intent. Yeah, the hook Bravo, Taz, for putting that together. Because to me, that is a direct shot at the competition. Mm. And, not going to lie, kind of wish it would have been Sean Spears' entrance. That also would have been cool. That would have been cool. But that's a very inside yeah. name for her. Not only do you have to like rap so much that you know who Action Bronson is, but like, it, it, you have to, if, you're, if you're from Queens, you're a fan, mm. for sure. Mm. I saw him live at Queens College once. Queens College? Five, six years ago. What a venue. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was like the auditorium. Queens College. <laughs> Good times. Random Good times. spot. Um, Mad random. It was like, yo, they're like 16 bucks each. We're like, fuck yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this was like $16. right after Blue Chips 2, I think, released or something like that. It must have been like 2014. Blue Chips 2. They made a sequel yeah. to that movie? <laughs> Jeez, okay. No. His yeah. mixtape. Oh. That was like for for a soundtrack for a movie. Do you know what movie I'm talking no, about? That's his no. Okay. Yeah, see, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach you the ways of everything that happened before you were born because there there is history involved in anything okay, before listen, your dude. life started. Okay. Listen, dude. Because you always I'm a act- history buff. I know Are a you? lot about what happened before my life started. Okay. Name them. I've never. I'll read you a list of movies. Name, name the all actors. of which came out before I fucking was born. 
<laughs> name what? Name the actors. Go for it. Name the actors that were in the movie Blue Chip. Oh, I don't know the movie Blue Chip. That's mm. what I'm trying to tell you. Shameful. That's shameful. Well, how is that shameful? Nick Nolte? Shaquille O'Neal? Oh. Come on. Yeah, no, I don't know that. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Talk to me about, like, the, you know, I'm Dirty to Harry. You. No, stop. It's shit like that, all right? I'm talking about sports on a, on a sports uh, podcast. All right. How about Eddie? That was a great movie. Was it? Kind of. <laughs> no, was it a great movie? It wasn't, but, Whoopi but it Goldberg? was the most ridiculous movie <laughs> reference I can get from, uh, with sports involved. More basketball talk. That's what you get right here in Sons of Slam. Yeah. Um, Major League, what do you want? Come on. I go. sing John Moxie's music every time I come out. All those movies came out before I was born. Speaking of which, get to hear it again next week. Looking forward to that. Uh, you mean tonight? If I'm not mistaken. Shit. That is tonight. That's tonight. <laughs> that is tonight. Today is Wednesday. How about that? All right. So that was last week. Um, got to speak with to our, As you mute yourself. Something with our tangent. That's on me. That's on you. Always I had an itchy trigger finger. Damn it. Um, that was, Don't uh, fuck with me because my trigger finger is itchy. <laughs> January 5th edition of Dynamite. Uh, got a, some broken bones. My moment with Eddie. And uh, it was a fun night to be had. Um, next time, though, we're sitting in that section above where it's just the seats that you can move out because I'll be damned. <laughs> I'm going to sit next to you guys again and have to do this game of sitting back in the seat or forward in the seat, <laughs> back in the seat. Which way are you guys going? You're going forward, I'm going back. You're going back, I'm going forward. Yeah. Yeah, no. Always a fun time. We don't, even know when the, we don't even know when the next one's going to be. Uh, we don't. We've had like a solid three, four months being like, all right, we know when the next one's going to be. We know when the next one's going to All of September, all of August through January 5th, we knew when our next show was going to be. That's right. Wow. This is it. That was it. Right? That, that was a great run, brother. That was a great <laughs> run. <laughs> that, was, that started from, uh, from Blood and Guts in uh, 2020. Wow. Yeah. Actually. Wow. No. Yeah, our next show is going to be in two weeks, March March thirty first. <laughs> uh, or no, what was that? It's gonna be in Feb- April April fifth. It's gonna be February in uh, Atlantic City at the, the uh, Boardwalk Hall. Oh, Boardwalk Hall. Yeah, there you go. Unless <laughs> you guys are going, I'm not. I'm gonna take a break. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> take a break right now, and then we'll, when it comes back, I, I would like it for either to come back to uh, UBS was actually really cool. I liked it there. It was awesome. UBS was cool. Um, uh, 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 Arthur Ashe was just insane. And if they do that. Arthur Ashe was amazing. That was amazing. Um, and for any venue, I would I would recommend that. But for wrestling, was absolutely insane. Um, I, I wish I, they would go to the Coliseum. Okay. That'd be pretty dope. It would. I don't know if it got feel like, like it did at Arthur Ashe, though. But. Oh, absolutely not. But I'm just saying, like, the nostalgia factor yeah, of yeah, being no, here. in the Coliseum and it not being a WWF show. <laughs> because oh. I feel like they... That's when it was good at the Coliseum. <laughs> that was it. Um, outside stuff. Talk about the World Wildlife Foundation. And of course, with the panda bears that have chairs. Um, speaking of WWF, uh, top five T-shirts of all time. The one with the chair. <laughs> yeah, the panda with the chairs. Panda with the chair. A top five, one hundred percent. Speaking of WWF slash E, uh, they had a show this past Monday, as they do every Monday. And they only sold 3,000 tickets, 3,000 paid tickets. Um, it was described as brutal <laughs> uh, being there. Um, Dave Meltzer, this was the second smallest crowd, I believe, since the pandemic. They were just over wow. a little over 3,000 paid. That's pretty brutal. I think the only one that was lower was the San Francisco one. 
Oh. Uh, they had. He goes on to say they had less people than AEW had in Raleigh for last Wednesday and Friday's show. But WWE, it looked better. They'll go in there with 4,000 people in a building, and they know how to set it up and everything. It looked fine on television. It wasn't even dark or anything. Uh, tickets for the Royal Rumble uh, are selling uh, well. We have uh, 28,000 tickets sold. That's good. Uh, 40,000 can, can sit in that arena uh, in the Dome in St. Louis. And yeah, it's 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 uh, it's not. A good, They'll I mean, advertise that as a sold out crowd. Though. Why? I mean, they, they, well, I don't think they'll do that, but um, they'll say jam packed, <laughs> jam packed crowd. They wow, you're absolutely correct. They will say jam packed. Right, that's, that's it. Um, or our roaring crowd, roaring jam packed crowd. Uh, uh, why is it that WWE can't take? And I'm not. I'm not trying to be a shill. I'm really not because I. I Love WWE probably as much as I love AEW just because of the, the nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia factor and how far back I've gone with WWE. Um, why can't they just suck up their pride and go to an arena like AEW does and not have to have these twenty to 25,000 seat arenas during a pandemic? Why is it so important for them to have to fill up Barclays Center when they sell out? No, they don't sell out. They sell you know, 3,000, 4,000 seats in a 18,000 seat arena why is that necessary why can't they go down to the smaller arena and just because it's for name recognition what what difference does it make because they gotta make their nut that's why but they're not making their nut there's nobody's buying the seats they're and, still in the in the green hor- in the black in the black in the black yeah in the black yeah, but it's still it looks horrible though and it's it's still a bad reflection on you and your product yeah I, I mean they know how to shoot it on television. They, it's not going to. They come absolutely off do. AEW does. Bad. AEW does the same thing too. Because as I mentioned all the time, you can see when they they have those those shots where it's in the corner from the arena, the back corner, and it just cuts off right at the ramp. Um, yeah, that's when you know it's just like, oh shit, they have nobody there on the other side. So again, you can have it where AEW is always in these places where like, what? what what's this arena? I've never heard it. in this city. Isn't there like the other, the other big arena down the street? Yeah, and there's a reason why. Yeah, the H E B Center. Where the fuck is that? It's, it's there's a reason why. Again, especially during a pandemic, sell the seats that you can sell. And then at that point, if you have you know, the major events, you know, double or nothing coming up or whatever is a uh, revolution coming up next, then you, that's when you get the big arena. Here's my question. Do you when, at what point do you think AEW will be able to pull off a full like baseball stadium show? They just filled uh, Arthur Ashe. It was a sold out crowd. Arthur Ashe is twenty thousand people. It's twenty five thousand people. Okay. okay, okay. I'm talking about like a sixty thousand seat venue. We're talking about WWE selling three thousand seats. No, I understand that. I'm I'm telling. I'm asking you. At this what for point a do you think AEW will be able to do that? Into like a baseball arena? Yeah. Let's say for a pay per view. Oh, probably. I mean, what, do you think your... they would be able to pull a? Do you think they'd ever pull off the Meadowlands? Like if they were to pull off Giant Stadium? <laughs> How long before they can do that? What's your main event? Uh, you need like something. But you, if you wanted to fill, you want your opportunity. You could have had it either at All Out or uh, or CM Punk's uh, debut. That's, Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. No. 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 Okay. No. I mean, they're 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 big. They're big in wrestling name. They're not big in household name. You need like a big like a big name that could possibly cross over and they don't have that they still don't have that 
So how long do you think before they would be able to do that? Roxena. Like Roxena fills MetLife. I mean, that's that's what you're talking about here. I mean, you, you got to get like some Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, fill up that arena. Uh, you know, it's it's got to be something that's worthwhile. It, AEW doesn't have that name yet. All right, it sucks. I mean, you, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's just it, if you no, can if you can wrong. legit tell me a name that will that two of two names that can say, listen, we'll build this entire whatever Punk mania. Danielson, <clears throat> Punk Danielson for the title. But then the question also lies: How uh-huh. long before that particular match would happen? Right. That's that's really my main question: Is how long do you think it would take? for AEW to sell out a stadium show, like a legit football stadium show. So I understand that Arthur Ashe was a stadium, mm-hmm. technically, mm-hmm. but it's only 20, what was it, 25,000 25. at capacity? Right. I hear you know, I hear, I hear Shea State, I mean, uh, Shea State, <laughs> City Field, yeah. right across the street, has got way more seats. It does. You can also put some people on the field. So that that would fill exactly up, fill that up which well. means that if the if the capacity at, at City Field is forty five thousand, I don't know mm. off the top of my head, you can fit fifty five fifty easily because you can put five thousand seats right in the infield. Then you better cater in the outfield. Right, right. You better cater to your your contingency in that uh, contingency in that area. In that, if you are going to have it at City Field, then you better do like MJF versus. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston for the title. <laughs> like it's, it's got to be something Ooh. like. <laughs> Ooh, that made me hot a little bit. I'm just Ooh. saying. Yeah, yeah, That's the, great. The demographic of the area has to reflect the 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 people that are in the ring. So you have to have some sort of, if that's going to be the case, since you don't have that name, AEW, yet, then you have to kind of play to your crowd in that area. So Crowd and powerful versus FTR for the tag oh, just like, As they did in, uh, in UBS, have an all-New-York-based <laughs> uh, lineup. And then, uh, you know, Cap it off with MJF versus someone who, uh, you know, Brian Danielson for the title or something like that, and then he wins. Yeah, <laughs> he wins a belt. You know, um, I don't know. It, it's it's I, we, again we went off a tangent here, but it's just the idea of the the size of the arena and why they have to find it so necessary to go into these bigger arenas when nobody cares. Nobody cares. I mean, it, really, it, you can go into a smaller arena and still have three thousand, four thousand seat capacity. It, it might be you know too too small time too small league for WWE, but this is what it comes this is what it comes down to is that it looks like shit. Not Maybe that it's you can see these it. The only places that can uh, pump in sound. <laughs> oh boy, I'll never forget that. Sitting, we were the second to last row in, at WrestleMania, and they were pumping in sound. Um, I mean, it was it was right after uh, Kofi Kingston won the won the belt. I mean, at that point, it was. It was a Drew you McIntyre. did not need pumped in sound for that. Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns, which think about that now. That you might have. You imagine like that match, right? I know it was Drew McIntyre. Was he fate? Roman Reigns? I think it was. I got to look that. The the I idea, have no idea the idea of that match now is as like the second to last, third to last match is insane to me, and that was the match that everybody was quiet on because they just went through all the roller coaster of Kofi Kingston. And then you come up and you're like, oh, shit, we have to follow that. <laughs> and sure enough, there was no sound from anybody in the crowd other than what's being pumped in the speakers. Was that right after he came back from his uh, leukemia? Um, or right before? It was after. Okay. 
All right. That's uh yeah. The whole pumped in sound is not a good look for them. <laughs> and you can tell too because the crowd shouts are just fucking dead. Mm. And then you hear everybody cheering. It's like, all right, come I mean like I don't understand why wrestling fan like I don't I don't understand why fans at Raw or SmackDown, well more important more Raw don't get like the fan being a part of the show aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the extra, there's three people that can pull off a wrestling match at one time. The two people in the ring and the fans. Right. That's a big part of it. And just uh, the WWE fans nowadays I, apparently don't get that. Yeah, Roman Reigns defeated uh, Drew McIntyre. Except right. for the crying live fan. <coughs> Excuse me. There's always one crying someone fan. Yeah. Before his Miz. Um, or the Undertaker guy. Undertaker guy. Remember that guy. Uh, Brock Lesnar guy. That's That one's always fun. Oh, the, uh, the, 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 yeah. the skinny piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like his arms are broken and they're like in a brace. And he's just like. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Ray Phoenix arms. Oh, <laughs> oh what? What? Uh, too soon? Oh, way too soon. But funny. Too soon? But very funny. All right. Um, come on, Ray. So I saw this article about get better, um, right? <laughs> uh, the the title of this article: uh, Vince, Vince McMahon has given up on Vin, Finn Balor's push. Um, drafted to Monday Night Raw, he was part of uh, NXT, right? Last year's WWE draft. Uh, Balor was absent from WWE television for the past couple of weeks. During his absence, Finn Balor was enjoying his time with family back in Ireland. Balor made his return Monday night this week, where he was defeated by Austin Theory in six minutes. Damn. Um, as according to WrestlingNews.com, Finn Balor's role is now that was which was previously occupied by Jeff Hardy, as he is now there to put over younger talent. It was also said that Vince McMahon has given up pushing him. Uh, it says what a here, shame. It says, yeah, Finn was moved into the spot that Jeff Hardy had. He just He's just there now to help get younger guys over. There was a pitch to make him heal. But that was weeks ago, and I haven't heard much about that since. By the way, um, please do it. I, I mean, you, you saw him heal in NXT; it was amazing. Um, but you know, it's the best version of Finn Balor. It was the best version, and what what what, what do we know? No, we just we're just fans. Uh, Vince never saw Finn as we more, just dissected on a semi weekly basis. On a semi weekly basis, and <laughs> uh, we we're not fans of where he is now. Vin, Vince never saw Finn as more than just a mid card guy. Can you imagine? That's the worst. Mid-card guy. Heyman would have pushed him to the moon, but Vince just never saw it. Austin is going to get time to shine in the Rumble match. Last I heard, he will be in the final four or five at the end of the match. Oh, of course. I mean... (laughs) I'm not surprised. I'm actually pretty happy about that. I'm happy that they're taking one person and being like, all right, this is probably going to be our next guy. And I'm glad they're doing it in a heel fashion as Mm -hmm. opposed to being like a Roman Reigns type thing. Right. It's still bullshit because Finn is an amazing talent, but uh, absolutely, um, it's just. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's only three people on the current roster who have held the. Mm, never mind. I'm gonna have to look at <laughs> like, one second. Give, give that fact a check. Uh, but RIP to Finn Balor's WWE career. AEW end of the year. Uh, moving on. So, but 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 where do I want to go to here? Fans. Yeah, let's go to birthday news uh, today. January 19th, as of this recording, is R-Truth's birthday. It's his birthday. He is, good Lord, 50 years old today. He is 50. Ron Killings. Good for him. 
our truth 50 years old okay quick um yeah he's uh he's an old man but he, he looks good good for him congratulations happy birthday bud um did you watch nxt 2.0 and if you haven't you should. <laughs> no, I have not. Again, uh-huh. I've been keeping up with it. Sure, but sure. I just want to say one thing. Sure, here we go. Yeah, wear your scarf even though you don't watch the show. Um, <laughs> soon to be recognized. There you go. My boys are taking it this year. <laughs> it's it's the year. Two years in a row. It's the year. <clears throat> Two it's years in a row year. that GYV has not won a uh, anything. The Crystal Young Veterans. As far as the Dusty Dusty Rhodes uh, classic. Um. Yeah, so if you if you didn't watch it yesterday, you please go back and watch it. Um, you know, not only because you you post the podcast, but uh, it was a good night. And I, I'm I'm telling you now that this I saw the highlights from the Walter Roger Strong match. So 2.0, yes, and we're gonna get into that right now, especially with all the the nonsense that is attached to it. But 2.0, this you're gonna have to explain to me. I will explain because to you. I didn't really get all of all of it. I need to hear a little, 2.0. A uh, first hand overall, and especially with the crowd there, because the crowd, the crowd there is like an AEW crowd. Like you, you have them cursing, there's holy shit. You got them uh, calling asshole, uh, Grayson Waller. The 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 interaction with the crowd and the actual matches that they have. This match, uh, I mean, a match of the month because it was just absolutely insane. It was incredibly good. Walter is now full time on NXT, so there's that aspect. Imperium is a hole now, and so it's great to have him in now to do these storylines where he's not just a, a part-timer where he was over in UK. Now he's full-time in, in NXT. So we have that. Um, he, he was supposedly, because as WWE does ridiculously stupid things, he's only been Walter for how long now? I mean, it's been a couple of years. Uh, Yeah, three, four years maybe. We have now entered the era of Gunther. So okay. at the end of the match. I, go ahead. Okay. No, I'm going to let you explain it okay. first. So at the end of the match, he gets on the mic, and he says, Nine, the winner of this match, because the, uh, what's her name? Uh, I forgot her name, the, the announcer. The winner of this match, Walter, he cuts, him, cuts her off, says, Nine, the winner of this match is Gunther, and then proceeds to kick the shit out of Roderick Strong. They... Had this this whole thing actually? It was um, uh, what's his what's his name in uh, Kyle O'Reilly actually gave him the name of Gunther apparently you know a year or two ago, but the controversy in this name was because the full name was supposed to be the full name change was supposed to be Gunther Stark. Okay, they filed the trademark for the name. Wait one second, Gunther Stark. Yes. Stark, yes. <laughs> just like the t-shirt that you're wearing right now. Stark. I just so happen to be wearing Stark, Stark Industries. Stark Industries. The, the coincidences just are abound. So Gunther Stark uh, was supposed to be, it was trademarked, and it's supposed to be the full name, his full moniker. If you do a Google search <laughs> of Gunther Stark, cool. if you do a Google search of Gunther Stark, the search brings up that the name Gunther Stark was the name of a World War II Nazi U-boat captain from Hitler's military. To which everybody was like, are you shitting me? You have to not do this. <laughs> do not do this name. Do not say the full name Gunther Stark because there would be... First of all, there was outrage on Twitter for the name change. And that was 
more apparent than anything else. Now <laughs> 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 you've seen it. But now if you Google Gunther Stark, hilarious. you get a history on this captain who was in the military for Hitler. How in the hell in 2022 are you going to change – first of all, change the name. There's nothing wrong with Walter. Why? There was no need to change it as apparently it seems that you have to change it every move that you make. So from here to – if he makes it to the main roster, then he'll, they'll change his name again but and, and give him some ridiculous suit that they gave to Karrion uh, Cross. But in the meantime, <sighs> you're going to change his name to Gunther Stark. And then last night, I guess apparently they figured out the, the error in their ways and just dropped the Stark and said Gunther. And that's where Jesus. that's where we're at now. So Twitter universe blew up at the idea of this name change, which is actually so stupid, and just the the the, the name uh, association and the history behind it. So it it doesn't take much to have. They went through all this trouble. They they trademarked. They spent money on a name that they literally could have just typed in three six seven is ten eleven twelve letters into Google. And just do a search. It's free. I don't know, Vince, if you ever found that out. It's a free thing to do, to search for something that maybe or maybe not you might want to get some history on a name before you put it out there into the main universe. That's all I'm saying. If you're going to do the stupid, the stupid choice of changing his name, at least look it up. That's hilarious. Uh, <clears throat> dot, 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 do drop. Just look it up. That's all I'm saying. You're seeing a pattern, though, right? I'm seeing some sort of, uh, uh, what, sexual slash racist An racist NXT pattern? UK pattern. What's up? Anybody that comes over to America from NXT UK is going to get their name changed now. As soon as as soon as Vince took over NXT, mm. everybody after that that came over from the UK has gotten a name change. Well, what's what? What's her name? It's just again? been two of them. It's just been two of them, oh, uh, no, except Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. She came over before. She was here before Vince took over. Technically, well, it's not too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too exactly. Late for him to change it, she's gonna change to Kylie Ray. Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Hang on a second. That sounds familiar. Unbelievable. But yeah, everybody since Vince came over, Vince took over uh, NXT duties. Mm. Everybody has gotten their name change. I mean, it's just been two people, but everybody's gotten their name change. Do drop and now Gunter. So I like Gunter better. Gunter, <laughs> he didn't say with two with the dot or with the two dots over uh-huh. you. He didn't say Gunter. Gunter, it's Gunther. And so now with Gunther's new name, it has not been changed officially on the website. But uh, that is what we're going with as far as Walter's name change. Um, First of all, f- a Gunther Stark also sounds like a, a country artist. Gunther Stark. Uh, speaking of Roderick Strong. Uh, another article here uh, since he got his ass kicked he lost the belts for the unification um, at New Year's Evil and then lost this match he's been with uh, WWE since 2016 member of Undisputed Era uh, let's see here they've all signed with AEW Strong re-signed with WWE last year uh, let's see here he opened his own store on Pro Wrestling Tees um, Try to see what else he might have said uh, the Strong Family. I don't know if we'll know more tonight, but I expected him to be destroyed by Walter, which he did not. Uh, that was, again, a really insanely good match. Um, those chops were fierce. Yeah, those, there was one chop that Strong gave to Walter. I will not call him Gunther yet. It gave to Walter um, that was as loud as hell to the point that it, it reverberated throughout that small little arena, but then... Walter retaliates with a smack that wasn't as loud, but it was hard as hell, and it just dropped him. 
and you saw that shit was real, and he was just holding his chest. Um, that it, it, telling you, go back and watch that that match. Uh, it says here, Roger Strong is the last of the dying breed at NXT, um, and so nobody knows really what his next move is, even though he did recently sign back with WWE. So if we can get all of Era back on now on AEW, that might be something. I, again, I will. I've said it before, and I will say it again. Um, the grass is not always greener. Grass not is, for everyone. Not Maybe for Jake everyone. Atlas. Maybe <laughs> until he busts his leg. But for Roderick Strong, I, he's he might be getting job now, but he's ahead of a faction, and he's getting more shine. He absolutely sucks on the mic. Um, every time he talks, it's just like, how long have you been doing this? So Malcolm Bivens going back and forth with Carmelo Hayes was some of the most hilarious stuff I've ever seen. <laughs> Him being the translator yeah. for Roger Strong was amazing. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> um, yeah, so Strong Strong is still uh, involved with WWE as as of right now. Uh, let's see here. But up, but up, up. Your girlfriend Tay Conti brought her new boyfriend Sammy Guevara to meet her parents in Brazil. And she sees Brazil. She dropped a black bikini photo lord have mercy with the oof <laughs> see there's a difference i was looking for the other word she's showing that oh she's <laughs> she's favorite. got bunda she's my new favorite word <laughs> she's got bunda she's got bunda uh, for sure man this photo is just absolutely insane uh she is by the way also her sister pretty hot chef's kiss Pretty hot. Yeah. Which... Also got Bunda. <laughs> the Conti family it r- runs deep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so congratulations to Sammy <laughs> on recently breaking up that uh, short-term engagement and going on to Tay Conti. What an upgrade. Good Massive. Him. Massive upgrade, literally and figuratively. Joe, I apologize. Um, unless you do like a match. It was to, never meant to be. Match to the death. Uh with him somewhere for for her hand. Oh, I'll gouge his eyeballs. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I will kill him. I will murder him horribly. Um, I'll rip out his heart like in Indiana Jones. Wow. Deep. Okay, too far. <laughs> Noted. Jeez. Noted. There's the line. I just crossed it. I'm coming back. <laughs> um, let's talk about... Take a couple steps back a little bit. Good for him. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> wait, 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 retreat that one. Uh, let's talk about AEW. We're going to get into NXT and uh, uh, call us a day. So, uh, first of all, I, I want to talk about really quickly this uh, the Battle of the Belts situation that happened on Saturday, which kind of was Fugazi. Yeah. In that you didn't really have all the belts. You had some no. of them. And the main event that you had was for you. You had half the belts. Interim TNT title, yeah, against the brother of the actual champ. Why yeah. do this? Why, why? No idea. Why you're setting yourself up for a weird confrontation to to unify the belts? This is not. A I think it's because thing. <laughs> they stuck too close to the Clash of Champions model. Every single belt needed to be defended, so that they didn't have every single belt. But because the reason that they didn't have every single belt was because the people who had those belts were a little banged up from the win, from retaining or winning those belts on Wednesday, mm-hmm. that it just kind of was like we have to make it. They needed to make it for a belt. 
so that they, for some reason, can fulfill that promise of all the belts be defended. So then why some, not do that? Weird shit. Why, first of all, why do it on a separate night? Second of all, why couldn't they just have done that on a Wednesday night? They could have, absolutely. Could have been like the St. Patrick's Day Slam. Right. But they wanted to do a show in, in, in the Greensboro Coliseum. I think that's where it was. It, it just doesn't make sense. So now you have this interim belt, which is just kind of pointless and useless for a, to, for a story gap. Um, because Cody got COVID, Cody got COVID, Cody got COVID. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's just kind of stupid. It's like a bad porn. <laughs> Cody got COVID. Uh, it, it just it just seems futile and and useless. Redundant. It's very redundant, and it just seems stupid. So now we have a new champ. We have a new uh, TNT champ interim. In, we have a new interim champ. Which <laughs> great. We have a new inter- interim champ. Um, starting the night off with. It, probably my biggest uh, pop of the night, uh, which was getting Adam Cole get the music, get Red Dragon out there. Um, we have the the confrontation with Nick Jackson, Nick uh, Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks, and then um, we get Nick the, Jackson looking like he's dressed like fucking Jeff Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you get best friends coming out to interrupt. The fight starts. Chris Statlander comes in, yeah, face to face with Adam Cole, and who the hell comes in and knocks her on her ass? But Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, listen, Bay Bay, Bay Bay, you go into this, you you ride into the skit on on this storyline with anybody that's together. Do it. I, I love it. I love the fact that uh, do couple versus couple. I don't care. It's I, I love the fact that you 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 blur that line of reality with wrestling. And you get a match, and so now this this is what we have coming up next week, and, and I'm all for it. Seeing seeing her in the night. seeing her in the ring with this whatever faction they're about to be called, um, it's not going to be the elite because it's going to be led by Adam Cole, and then Adam Cole when Kenny Omega comes back, this is going to lead to the two of them fighting at some point. But uh, seeing her in the ring with him and the group was was a huge pop moment for me. Doctor Superclick, baby. Doctor. That's what they're called. <laughs> Doctor Superclick DMD, or, or Superclick DMD. That's I Super think what they click, should be called. Superclick DMD. I like that. Um, CM Punk trademark. CM Pen, Punk first. Yeah, get that. Get that in there. Uh, yeah. Google it first, though. Make sure it doesn't uh, refer to anything racist. Uh, C- I don't think so. Yeah, you say that. Neither did Vince. <laughs> All right, good point. CM Punk versus the Wardog Wardlow. Um. This is the battle of the undefeateds, so something had to give, and they, they they touted the record of Wardlow up and down, and he gave him how many uh, powerbomb symphonies? Like seven? Uh, seven, I believe. Seven. <laughs> gave him seven, uh, only because, and he had it one, but then of course MJF had to get involved and said to do yep. it more. He, was at, he had like at four or five, he said do it again. So... Um, Rolls out of the ring, comes back in, rolls him up for a a uh, small package, and wins the match. Yep. After all that, I, for the first time, probably in a very long time, have to agree with Ric Flair. So Ric Flair was on his podcast. Here uh, we go. Woo Nation, <laughs> and uh, Woo Nation uncensored. Excuse me. And he criticized the finish of this match, which I again I wholeheartedly agree with the following statement. He says, and I quote. If you're watching these incredible bumps these guys give each other, and I mean out of this world, 
and then they use a roll-up or a run-in for a finish, it absolutely kills me. I genuinely believe CM Punk is being over-generous. That does not make him a bad guy. That was my style forever, too. I just think if he's going, to, if he's going into this big program, he doesn't need to be quite so generous. Uh, Disco Inferno also recently stated that Warlow is a bigger babyface than CM Punk. Um, which, yeah, yeah uh, maybe, maybe. Um, so we'll have to see how this MJF and CM Punk feud plays out. But uh, Pistol Pete, our very own Pistol Pete, almost had his uh, wish as far as seeing uh, Wardlow turn on MJF because he grabbed his arm after the match when he lost. And uh, uh, Sean Spears came in for the save. So he, MJF didn't get his ass kicked. Um, so we finally, have, uh, we, ha- we finally have a loss on Wardlow's side. Um for the uh, for the streak, the eighteen eighteen win streak. I think that that was since uh, he lost to Cody when Cody broke his his toes on that that sunset flip. Yes. So I think that was the last time that Warlow lost inside the steel cage inside, in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Way back, <laughs> nice. Way back when. So I tend to agree. Uh, you have this entire match, and you, you pulled the WWE match, yeah. match, great, 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 roll up. <laughs> and so like it just it's a waste of it. Just seems like a waste of time. The most deadliest move in all of sports entertainment. <sighs> the small package, the roll-up. The small package. That's it. Uh, so there was that match. Um, Dante Martin versus Powerhouse Hobbs. We had that. And we we had uh, the save come in from Jay Lethal. Yes. Jay Lethal coming in for the save. And, and, and thank you very much. Use him, damn it. Speaking of entertaining. Very, very interesting. He was on. He, he was on dark in a tag team with Sonny Kiss, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So they are using him, just but like, it's just you know for some reason not on get the on, television get him on and main, only on the YouTube. Get him on mainstream. Um, 2.0 had interfered with Chris Jericho. MJF <laughs> walks out the ma- out on the ramp, screams. Uh, you want to see the match? You finally want to see this match? It'll be CM Punk versus Sean Spears. <laughs> so he, they set that up for next week. Uh, we're going through all the degrees of, of MJF. It, that seems to be like a repeat story, kind yeah. of uh, story, uh, uh, crutch that they're they're doing a lot. And Fool me once, shame on me. Probably Fool me twice. Not do that. It's a gimmick. <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> oh man, it is a gimmick. Um, this might get played out very soon. Uh, Adam Page comes out. Dan Lambert also talks. <laughs> he is. He's a very annoying man. Uh, finally get the music of Lance Archer, the return of Lance Archer. He's back. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. I thought he was going to kick Lambert's ass, but no, he kicks Adam Page's ass. And so now we've set up for that, that new storyline, which I'm all for. I'm all for it. Um, There's going to be some type of like country or, or Texas or cowboy theme behind one of their matches, I guarantee Texas it. Texas Tornado match or... Yeah, it'll be like a Texas death fight or something like that. Or the Texas death match, that could be him. That seems to be Archer's uh, MO. Exploding death match wrestling. No, 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 no. no. What, no? No, 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 no. Nope. Exploding carcass. Nope, nothing with explosions. Nothing, no? Nope. Again, fool me once. Ringo Boom. Uh... (laughs) Tag team <laughs> turmoil. It's, it's got to be. They just have the worst names for for matches, and they, <sighs> they'll spin it. So it's like, oh wait, that sounds like they did that already. <laughs> An exploding death match, but no, it's Ringo Boom match. That's totally different. Uh, 
Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb um, absolutely destroyed her leg. <laughs> she did, uh, got her leg destroyed by Serena Deeb. Um, but I love her, and I wanted to, to care for her and protect her, but I couldn't do that. Uh, let's see here. Shivani. I couldn't be there for her. I couldn't be there for her, even though I promised. Uh, Matt Hardy doing the, uh, the, the face thing in his North Carolina crowd, taking on Penta. And uh, no, no partner. Because, you know, his arm's gone. Yeah. It still hurts. So, Matt Hardy lost. First, the first break is the deepest. <laughs> yeah, Cheryl. Uh, <laughs> we did have, though, the match was, was, was the match. But fast forward to the end of the match, Matt Hardy lost, and let's go out. And then we did have uh, Malachi Black come in. Uh, Varsity Blondes come running in with Julia Hart wearing a <laughs> the eye patch looking like a pirate a blonde pirate uh, yes I do want to make mention of this Stephen had told me about it mm. so have you noticed that uh, Malachi Black every time he comes out to the ring the black on his face gets bigger, bigger. and bigger yes so that is um Apparently, storyline-wise, um, sort of like an infection taken over him mm. until he gets to this like ultimate dark character. I and yes, that whoever he sprays the mist into also gets infected, infected, and then they start to become. A part of the House of Black. So you're saying Julia Hart will be a house, a black member? Relatively yes. Soon. I love it. Julia Hart Black hyphenated. <laughs> Hart Black. <laughs> Blackheart. Julia Blackheart. Julia Blackheart. That could, that, that would work. That sounds better. Um, yeah. Shotzi's sister. <laughs> Did you see the, <laughs> see the video for her? By the way, speaking of a tangent, uh, it was Shotzi, uh, Scarlett Bordeaux. And mm-hmm. I forgot the third, but they had a music video called Indestructible. That they yeah, all, they all sang. The redhead, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they can sing. Yeah. I knew Scarlett could sing because she sang the damn theme to, to Carrie yeah. Cross's. Uh, yeah, uh, Fall and Pray. Fall and Pray. But, Rest uh, in peace. I did not know that. Uh, <laughs> I did not know uh, uh, Shotzi could sing. And they have really good voices. Anyway, I, I digress. Um, lights go out. Lights come back on. Malachi Black is in the ring. Lights go out. Lights come back on. And according to Excalibur, the kings of the Black Thorn have arrived. We have our debut of Brody. Brody King. Yep. And, Brody uh, King. That is a big boy, dude. <laughs> that big. Is, he used to be bigger, apparently. Uh, he used to be bigger in our uh, Ring of Honor. He used to be. Yes. He used to be huge. Like big, like not strong, yeah. like just fat. He used to be fat. <laughs> he used to be fat. Uh, but he lost that, a lot of that. And that is, I mean, what is he, like 6'6", six, 6'7"? Six, six, I mean, Malachi Black has at least got to be like 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, and he was towering over he him. He was towering over him. He's, that is a big boy, a big tattooed boy. So this, this faction has, you know, Tony has the, the biggest heart on for factions, and this one will be up there. The House of Black will be up there. Yes. There was another part of the whole House of Black thing. Please. Also, apparently, Pac, Pac, Adrian Neville, whichever one you want to call him, <laughs> he will also be a part of the House of Black because if you looked at his promo, um, 
he had one of those Joker cards or whatever it was. Maybe it was a tarot card. Mm-hmm. And if you paid attention during the Malachi Black promo from last week, I believe, he was handing out those particular cards to the people underneath the masks, underneath the burlap sacks, I guess, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. So, Peck. So now we got Malachi Black leading a faction of him, Brody King, Peck, and Julia Hart. Not mad at it. Not at all mad at it. I, I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, they should also just call it Team White. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> see how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> team so white. Uh, let's see, the acclaimed beating uh, Bear. Team Wasp. <laughs> team- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Team Pale is in the house. So the Acclaimed taking on Bear Country, defeating them. Uh, And then Sting comes out with a baseball bat, and Darby Allin absolutely destroys uh, Caster with the skateboard. Like, he has absolutely – he does not give two shits. Not not one. No. Not two. Like, no shits. Like, he literally just went – did the Tope Suicida with the skateboard right in his face. (laughs) It was absolutely insane. Um and then Sting gave, gave Caster Scorpion Death Drop, and that was the end of that. Uh, Darby's have, so small, he just throws himself around being like, somebody's going to catch me. Somebody's going to catch me if it's not the ground. Somebody else will catch me. Yeah. Um, and if it's the ground, I've been there before. <laughs> yeah, you have. Uh, video package with Pac. Um, being blindfolded. That was, that was a intense uh, uh, video. Tony Schiavone interviewing uh, Matt Hardy backstage uh, with Andrade coming in. Uh, uh so at some point, it sounds like the the Hardy family office is done. Uh, not not entirely. Uh, well, if we can get him merged in with Andrade somehow, and Andrade, uh, I know there's a lot of people on this roster. Like it's whatever, yes. whatever you think is going on with WWE as far as the lack of roster. Roster, this is complete opposite. Like on the total end of the spectrum, we have AEW, and. It's a good problem to have if you can afford it, I guess. If you own a, a company, a wrestling company, and you have enough talent, you can kind of just have them do these things. But Andrade needs to have, have a match, like regular matches, dude. Like, this is just insane with these yeah. these promos. It gets to be like, okay, we, we understand you're doing this. But the last match that you had was against Cody Rhodes where it was the, the, the fire incident that you totally missed the table. Like, get another match. Let's go. Like, it's been a month. Like, come on. Um, So now we have we have this merger of Andrade and Hardy, apparently. So there's that. Uh, and then the, the main event with Sammy Guevara taking on Daniel Garcia and uh, Guevara getting the match. It, that that was actually a really good match, too. Uh, but this was all just, this whole entire thing was just a uh, setup for 2.0 to come in and attack uh, Kingston and Jericho. Yeah. Um, it was, and it then was, Kingston coming back and being like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, with the baseball bat. Um, and that's how it, it went, uh, fade to black. And so that was your... Your dynamite. So we have one uh, it, uh, tonight. As we mentioned before, we have the uh, uh, the mixed tag. So looking forward to that and see uh, DMD in action. Uh, and that is going on. They got to be the two most over people in both their divisions. And Moxley, return of Moxley tonight too, which is oh. amazing. Wow, thanks. I'm going to have to warn my family here. Just be like, hey, listen, about eight o'clock, might get a little out of there. <laughs> Yeah. And everybody you hear sh- someone singing, it's me. Don't worry about it. Everybody shut up. Don't talk to me. 
watching John. So there was yeah. that. Um, the only thing I have uh, other than that and other than uh, we talked about Raw with <laughs> the only thing really of any importance, um, nothing yet as far as Rumble. We haven't gotten to that major part yet. Um, just talked about attendance and or you know, lack thereof with that. Uh, NXT 2.0, just going back to that really quick. I cracked up. If you watch NXT, I, I absolutely cracked up because we talked about uh, uh, Solo Sequoia who is the younger brother to the Usos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Use. Young Use. Um, he is in this program with uh, Boa. He was with Zaya, uh Lee. Lee, thank you. That last name is... And, Mei, and Mao Ying. Mei uh, Ying. Yeah. Mei Ying. So she's no more. Uh, but Ty Lee uh, is moved over to the main roster. Boa has continued on with this. He's the only one that's continued on with this the storyline of this supernatural kind of force with him. Last week, he threw this fireball into Solo Sequoia's face. And yes. this week, we get to see the the uh, aftermath of that. With Solo Sequoia with a burn on his face. Good God. How horrible did it look? Yeah. And I'm not saying in a, good, in a good way. I'm saying that makeup job that they did, I, I've, done, I've done better at my haunted house. <laughs> Honest yeah. to God. It was absolutely terrible. He took the towel off his face, and you see it on the right side of his face. They And they did a close-up of it to show the, the scarring that's on his face. It was just bad. <laughs> this is so bad. You have a multi. You had a better chance just keeping a bandage on it. Really, you did. You had a multi-million-dollar company, and they can't do better than this for makeup. It was just yeah. absolutely atrocious. Some of the best makeup artists in the world, some would say. Some would say, and uh, but not not uh, I, but some not would. in this not in this day, <laughs> not in this day, my friend. Because yeah, it was just very funny to watch. So watch that promo and get a get a crack at that and uh, start laughing with that. Um, Dusty Rhodes uh, Classic has started. Uh, we have the, the upset with, with uh, Malik Blade and uh, Idris Enofi uh, defeating the God of Del Fantasma. Your boys, GYV, uh, uh, wrestling next week. Um, we also had... They're taking it this year, baby. If you, th- if you think so. It's their year. Uh, Creed Brothers it's the year of the It's the year of the hooligans, the year of the grizzled young veterans. <sighs> they're going to lose to like... The Creed Brothers. It's gonna be like someone like ridiculous. Stop it. <laughs> they need to be. The, Stop it. They need to be the champs at some point, like soon, because it's been like how many years now? Two, three years. Um, it's it's long overdue, but at the same time, they just they just can't catch. I break. really really hope they have the trademark on Grizzled Young Veterans. No, why wouldn't they? I don't know. When they go to AEW, inevitably is that what you're saying? Yes, because <laughs> everybody will go to AEW. Yes. Uh huh. Think about the tag team. Think about the grizzled young veterans soon to be recognized as AEW <laughs> World Tag Team Champions. I love you. Uh, also, to mention W is really where you get the accent. W. I did not mention like two weeks ago when they were at uh, Daily Place. I'm just seeing a photo of, uh, of Brandy Rhodes. Um, really quickly again, tangent. Uh, she when she came out and confronted Dan Lambert. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. My favorite promo that she's ever done. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't give them credit next to her calling Jada Heffa. Jada Heffa. <laughs> I don't give the Rhodes credit enough. I think because Cody is just so out there and is so it feels like he's entitled in a in a real way. Like he just needs to have that match and Lambert constantly is pointing that out to everybody. But 
that promo that she cut with Dan Lambert was absolutely hysterical and beautiful. Yes, and she needs to be on the mic more. That's there's mm-hmm. there's that. Um, get her with get her with uh, someone that's in uh, the Nightmare Family. Uh, I don't know that that needs a mic person. Uh, I mean, I know she tried that with that Nightmare faction that she had in the beginning of AEW. It's absolutely sucked. But she should be she should be a mouthpiece for somebody. She could be uh, uh, a female Paul Heyman for somebody because she is absolutely amazing. And I, or I, Red Velvet would be uh, a, well. an option. She has history with her too. Pat, patch that up and kind of go. Um, How do you mean patch that up? She was Cody's partner for the Shack match when Brandy got pregnant. She's a part of the Nightmare Family. Oh, yeah, she is. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of that. She's wait. Oh, that's right. Okay, never mind. She was fighting Jade Cargo. Got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that she had a few with her, with uh, Brandy. Um, yeah, give her give her a mic and uh, let her be a mouthpiece for somebody. Uh, with that being said, I'm done. This is it. I got uh, Dynamite tonight. Uh, we got SmackDown and and Rampage on Friday. Um, hopefully at some point we get rid of this uh, interim championship that AEW's needlessly come up with. Uh, WWE needs to fill their arenas. Uh, they need to uh, start building this up for for uh, Royal Rumble since that is now two weekends away from now, two Saturdays from now. Um, yeah. And let me know where I can bet on um, Royal Rumble entrance. Uh, I haven't seen any. All right. Well, That'd be awesome if I could start betting on who who's going to win the Royal Rumble. Well, uh, well, legit bet, yes. Like we, yeah, we, yeah, legit bet. We do our own betting for the for the party, but um, no, I'm talking about legit, like legit. sports gambling. Yeah, it's. I think That'd it's be in, great. I think it's in Canada. Honestly, I think it's it, from <sighs> from what I remember. They they do like sports betting for wrestling in Canada. But so the, what you're but the saying odds, is we got to get a VPN. You got to get a VPN. But the odds are like if <laughs> if it was like CM Punk versus uh, Daniel Garcia, um, or like one of the Bear country guys like mm-hmm. your your odds picking CM Punk would be like minus five thousand. <laughs> like wow! Like it's something right, ridiculous mind. like that. Like you have to put up like five hundred bucks to get a dollar. <laughs> like it's something ridiculous like that. So if you're but I'm really saying like for the Royal fiending, Rumble, they'll have like elevated odds. This is true. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's you know it's you got to pick one person right in a field of thirty. That would be awesome. Right. I mean, it has to be like, it has to be 30 to one. <laughs> like that's the only way to win it because you can put a dollar on everybody and still get your money back. Still you're hedging your bet, but that's true. You have to like, yeah, you pick one person, pick like five people, put $5 on five people, a five leg parlay, the five, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the order that they leave, um, they need to get some people there, dude. I I understand that Johnny Knoxville's the 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 like, you know, throwaway name, the novelty for this this match. They need some people in this. There's no Drew McIntyre. You're not going to have uh, Xavier Woods. Uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of like returns and uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> I, I I just got the eyebrow in the zoom window here. It's uh, if you get the Rock then to win the whole thing. Yeah. Redemption. <laughs> Redemption yeah. for WWE for the amount of crap that they've been putting on TV. Could yeah. you imagine the roof being blown off the place if you hear that music at number 30? Oh, my God. That might be 
you know, pistol. But you got to remember, you can't have Edge or the Miz. I mean, you could really, realistically if they if they pull double duty. They have a match that night. They could probably pull double duty. Like get that match. I mean, yeah, get that match like in the beginning of the night, and then the men's Royal Rumble will be at the end. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and also, by the way, CM Punk uh, went to Twitter and laughed at the idea of anybody from AEW being an entrant in the Royal Rumble. So squash that shit. We <laughs> cut it out right now. Meanwhile, it's probably him. He's he's probably the one. Um, uh, and if you haven't seen Spider Man at this point, spoiler alert. Uh, it's you. You've had time. You've had a month. CM Punk is in it. CM what? Punk, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Garfield lied about being in that one. Yeah. So CM Punk can lie about being in this, and then sure enough, he's going to show up in like number twenty eight. Yeah. And take the whole thing. I mean, if we're if this is late in the show already, so we could just say spoilers right now, mm-hmm. bro. That Spider Man movie was amazing it was <laughs> absolutely amazing uh, it was awesome yeah if you haven't seen it again you've had your chance. just tug at the heartstrings it was it was just so it was, good. it was awesome so good uh, anytime i can also see and say the name willem defoe brings joy to my heart he stole that movie he did he stole that movie he was the best villain of of all of them he he um, is spider-man's best villain he's like hands down spider-man's best villain especially in this movie top two are him and rhino because paul giamatti's a god <laughs> paul giamatti is is definitely the man but in this it, uh, willem dafoe was just absolutely outstanding um and i just love that the way they're going with this the storyline for spider-man and yes it tugged at the heartstrings also for a movie that tugs at the heartstrings go see or, or rent uh the new ghostbusters movie if you know the the back i'm, I'm going into my, my nerd rants if you know the background of, of that storyline Watch this one and tell me if you don't cry that you're not human at the end of this movie. Which one of the original ones is dead? Hal Ramis. Who was that? He was Egon. He was the doctor. Was that the, was that the tall white guy? The tall white yes. They were all white okay. guys, yes, except for, except for Ernie. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that was my question. <laughs> I don't remember their names. Yes. I got Bill Murray. Okay, there you go. Dan Aykroyd. There's two. You got two more. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Harold Ramis, yes, and Ernie Hudson. It was a 50-50 shot. I was right. Turns okay. out, I was right. You were right. You got it. Uh, go watch a movie. Come and, on, and then go cry. my hockey bets for later. Oh, you got hockey bets. I got I got basketball. Um, yeah, I got a nice uh, three-leg parlay. That's what I want. And if it hits, your boy's going to be up. Five bucks. Nice little <laughs> chunk of change. Nice. Nice little chunk. I got, something, I got a little something, something on LeBron. So I don't. don't. Fuck this up, Brawny. Some might say raccoons upon raccoons. <laughs> Who's they? And <laughs> why are they saying that? Uh, raccoons. Raccoons. Yeah. Like racks, racks. on racks on racks. You know, like ra- yeah, racks, raccoons on raccoons. That's horrible. You can just say racks. Maybe backs on backs on backs. <laughs> and with I think that, we're done here. I think we're done. <laughs> I think we're done. When we start getting into fucking hip hop and gambling, I yeah. think I think the show's almost All pretty done. much over. All kinds of done. Um, that is it, everybody. Thanks, guys, thank you so very much. Please uh, hit us up on Twitter. Continue to uh, hit us up and let us know what you think of the show and everything that happened this week. Uh, continue to send uh, your your theme songs because I got a I got a bunch of people uh, texting me as, as far as what their their theme song would be. Um, nice. There's, there's None that. of them is going to be as good as mine. Uh, okay. Name another person you know. That has a song with their actual name say, in the title. I didn't say it was bad. I didn't say it was bad. I'm just saying, is it the best theme song that you could possibly think of? It's the most apropos. For you. For you. <laughs> it's the most apropos Unless your for name, anybody. Uh, no. Unless your name is Joe Black. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It's, and it wouldn't work for me. 
My name's not Ruby Soho. I'm not going to have a theme song with my with Ruby Soho playing in the background. So yeah, you have well, to have see, your name. You Joe could Black. change your name to that if okay. you wanted to. All right. <laughs> but this you could sh- change your name to the dog, the and then you play "Hater to Love It" as your theme song. Right. I'm sorry, the underdog. My bad. When I that would be perfect. And with that note, I was going to say, if we change my name to the game. You could do that. Hate or love it. And then you have um, um, Lemmy playing. But I think somebody took that one already. Somebody already has that. And on that yeah. note, damn it. So on that note, let's, let's, uh, only because I just saw this on, on the television, on the tubes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank yes. you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Far too oh, kind. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We're going out on a high note. It's great. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam is out. My name is Chris Weindell. That is the Reaper Joe Black. Sir, I'll see you next week. Peace out, brother. Now, what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So, for one last time, make some noise. Get him, Jay. Who you know fresher than whole? Riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm lurking. Yeah. Can none of y'all mirror me back? Yeah, hear me rap, it's like hand G rapping is prime. I'm young HO, raps grateful dead. Back to take over the globe. Now break bread. I'm in Boeing Jets, Global Express. Out the country, but the blueberries still connect. On the low, but the yacht got a triple deck. But when you young, what the you expect? Yep, yep. Grand opening, grand closing. Damn your manhole, crack the can open again. Who you gonna find open ahead with no pen? Just draw inspiration. Who you gonna see you can't replace him with cheap imitations of these generations? Hardcore, do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. One last time, I need y'all to roll. You knew if I paid my dues, how will they pay you? When you first come in the game, they try to play you. Then you drive a couple of hits, look how they wait to you. From Marcy to Madison Square, to the only thing that matters is just a matter of years. As fate will have it, J status appears to be at an all time high. Perfect time to say goodbye. When I come back like Joy, we're in the 4 5. It ain't to play games with you, it's to aim at you, probably mean you. If I owe you, I'm blowing you to slivering. I'll take one for your team, and I need you to remember one thing. One thing. I came, I saw, I conquered. For record sales, sold out concerts. Up, you want this encore? I need you to scream till your lungs get sore. I'm tired of being what you want me to be. Feeling so faithless, lost under the surface. I don't know what you're expecting of me, but under the pressure of walking. Sons of Slam podcast.